This week's episode of the Fat Packs Podcast is brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and all our phone guests appear on the Spotty Hot Cash Hotline. This is the Fat Packs Podcast brought to you by the Clutch Card Club and Monster Breaks. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, man. It's Dabber Wednesday. How are you doing, bro? Dude, man, that is such a Dabber Downer. Dabber Downer. Yeah, that's such a, such a bad thing, For man. people who don't know what we're talking about, explain to explain to the good people of uh, Fat Packtopia what it is. I, mean, I don't quite understand the whole crypto world, but apparently there was a... Uh, there's a dabber coin of some sort, and people really just lost their shirts today. So it is. Okay. We, we we make jests, but it's really a serious thing. So a lot of people got taken for a lot of uh, of cash. That's why I don't play on the on the interwebs that much there. No, you just you <laughs> stick to opening cryptozoic, yeah. not playing with cryptocurrency. Exactly. Gotcha. I don't, I I don't want to yeah. do anything that might end up losing. I have to go home and explain to the missus why I lost a thousand dollars, or ten thousand dollars. We don't. Want, we don't want you to lose your shirt because yeah. nobody want to be seeing that. Nobody has time for that. <laughs> nobody has time for that. That's that's a lot of pain and suffering and 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 lawsuits that I don't need to be a part of. And I don't want anything to do with any of that, man. But uh, welcome to Daver Wednesday. Uh, we are getting this done on a Wednesday for you. We're gonna uh, actually. You'll hear this tomorrow on Thursday. Um, but we're sitting down because Paul is going on a little vacay. Uh, and somewhat. Somewhat. It's probably somewhat. more more work affiliated. More than, more so than I, I wanted it to be, but yes. There you go. So there's that. Uh, he's going down to, uh, he's going to be out of the area. So we got to get it done today. we got to get it done today, which is Wednesday, like I said. So here we go. Dabber Wednesday, new products and pricing. What's up, man? Dude, man, we've got uh, just two. Okay. But it's going to take me a while. Yeah. Because of the one. Okay. And you'll understand here in a minute. Um, 2017 Panini Football Plates and Patches is back. That opens on Friday. Okay. Um, go to monsterbricks.com. They are going to be on uh, just killing that product. So they've got a bunch of cases of it. They'll be opening that on Friday. Sure. So go check that out. Um, it's like $94 a box, uh, one pack, five cards, but you get some good stuff in it. Okay. Um, you're going to get either one retired vet auto. Or one RPA, one rookie patch auto. All right. You're get either or. Okay. Um, you're going to get one mem, and true to its name, you're going to get one printing plate. One printing plate. Yeah, um, which is plates and patches. See how that works? And then um, you're going to get one parallel numbered out of 50, and you're going to get one whole base card. One so, whole base card. One whole base card. So that's a tough That's a tough set to put together. Man, base cards are becoming hits. They are. They really are. They are. They are. 
Um, but it's always a fun product. They always put plates from different products inside the inside sure. plates and patches. So, uh, you know, you'd be able to pull flawless plates and national treasures and, and, and different things. So it's kind of cool. Sweet. Kind of cool. All right. So we got that coming out. That's on Friday. And then also on Friday is probably the longest product of the year. Yeah. Go ahead with this one. We got. All right. All right. 2017-18 Panini Revolution Basketball Chinese New Year Box Hobby Edition. That's a lot of words. That is a lot of words. For to say some new basketball cards. Yes. Now, it's a lot of words, but okay. definitely a different product, okay? How is this working differently from the other revolution? All right, so here's the deal. You got 12 packs. All right. Five cards. Okay. 35 bucks. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. You're going to get in your box, you're going to get 12 rookies. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't see anything anywhere about hits. Okay. So it looks like it's a non-hit product, but you get the Chinese revolution new year's pack which has red parallels in it okay i would imagine i was looking i tried to find it before we came on today that they're going to be some kind of short print parallels probably like mm-hmm. uh, like they've done in the past with some you know some of the different colors that they've done so um anyway for 35 bucks i don't think you can go wrong right I mean, 12 rookies i mean the rookie class this year is there's 12 good rookies so sure. i mean you could definitely going to hit something out of that so anyway check that out very interesting product um something probably for the kids even to to be able of to course, get into yeah, yeah. it's it's the the price is right on that so um that's all i got for right now because i know next week is your week next yeah, week is a yeah. big week in hockey yeah series two comes out my thing is is nolan patrick is not playing well he's not and, playing well maybe this will inspire him. Uh, maybe maybe yeah. i mean you never I mean, know you know what though when the initial hit comes it's going to be high high risk well not high risk but high return on those right immediately so right. but look he's in philly trust the process all right trust the process all right well while we're trusting the process waiting for next week to come and let's talk about what was priced new this week um court kings basketball 17 18 court kings basketball all right all right uh, we opened that. I hit a LeVar ball on it. I did. do believe. You did. I think the third level or something. Yeah. It was a good one. It was a nice one. Uh, Mike Trout from... I'm sorry, Mike Trout. The, <laughs> all Mike Trout He's got Trout his own cards. product. He is so good. He's got his own product. Uh, the 2018 Top Silver Pack Chrome cards are not Oh, all right. Those are cool. Cool, cool. I like that. I said Mike Trout because uh, it was the picture I got sent. Uh. And then <laughs> finally, uh, 17, 18 SP game used for a product that only had six cards per box. That was a tough son of a gun. Yeah, you were blast. struggling, man. That was I heard tough. the frustration over there. I finally got it done, though. Uh, Kudos and na- to you. Now I get to move on to uh, SPX, which only has four cards per box. Nice. So, That's awesome. Right in time for Series 2 to hit next week. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll be, you'll be hopping here soon. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's crazy. And crazy, we did get crazy. the Brian did get the pre-pricing done on the 2018 Topps Baseball. Yeah, so that's did. in there, the base, base cards, uh, basic insert set, stuff like that is out there if you need it online. So Brian worked. Brian and uh, the serial killer worked really hard on those. Killer. AKA um, Sam. AKA Sam. He's not really a silly c- He's serial not at killer, all. folks. He, he likes to eat lots of cereal, though. Yeah, so we, that's why we call him a serial killer. There you go. <laughs> it's pretty funny, if you ask. Yeah, that is pretty funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, all that's done. And now we're just waiting on for next week for, uh, for the Hockey Series 2 to come out. And hopefully. It's going to be as hot as Series 1 was. For sure. And For sure. But it will be, though, because it's going to have the, the guys, the canvases, right? Yeah, it'll have... Uh, so that'll help a little Nico's bit, Nico's canvas right? in it. And, um, yeah, it should have Nico's canvas in it. Yeah. And then well, the way they're doing the clear cuts is pretty fun. And then the acetate cards, too. So the whole set is acetate as well as a whole parallel set that runs acetate. That works. So uh, that'll be out next week. And I'll be pulling what hair I have left out of my head. <laughs> 
<laughs> trying to get all that done. Trying to get all that done. Nice. Oh well. So that's that. Anything? Uh, anything else going on? You know, not really. It's been a been a quiet week here. Yeah. You know, other than um, you know, we're one of our one of our owner are leaving us. Yeah. She I'd, is departing. I was going to save that for the for the for, for the, the whatevs for okay. the whatevs, but right. I don't save want it. to. You know what? You because she's she's a really important part of what of what we do. She's been here. Her name is Tracy. You guys have heard us talk about her before. She is the bringer of candy. She, she is. is the, God bless her. <laughs> she is the giver of of Beckett. She is such a sweet lady. For sure. And she's moving on to another career. But she's been at Beckett for 23 years, 24 years yeah, or something, something like that. that. Yeah, somewhere in that range. And, man, she has just seen the hobby change so much in, yes. the, you know, in that time. And she's just a wealth of knowledge. You guys probably, other than us talking about her, you, you probably never heard her name. But any auction that's ever been up, she's been a part of. Any, you know. She's behind the scenes on all the events yeah, that we've run. Yeah, and she's the just, industry summit. And. Man, she's yeah. a really important figure here at Beckett, and she's gonna be she she's gonna be moving on to another career, uh, not to do, not in sports at all. Not in sports <laughs> at all. No, she's so, uh, she's retiring, and in five years she goes in the Hall of Fame. Right? Exactly. Is that how that works? Exactly. There you go. So, man, just it's it's a it's a tough loss for us, but she's very happy and excited about what she's gonna be going to do. So, it's hard to be upset about that. No, not at all. And in in and in true. Tracy fashion. Mm-hmm. May the force be with her. Yes, may the force be with her. Um, she she's a big Star Wars, big big Star Wars fan. Yes, I, I can't even do. explain. And then Paul Cavallini too. So yes, I don't know where that I don't know where that fits in, but uh, yes, Paul like, Cavallini. She has all thirty seven cards. Yes, know. she is a she is a Paul Cavallini super collector. That's no, that's not a rib. She that really is, not is a rib. You're right. She has all of Paul Cavallini's cards. <laughs> it's really funny. That is cool. Um, I don't I. I I guess it because it was this time with the stars, but you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. She, he might have been cute. I don't know. Nah, I don't, I don't know. know. She's don't such know. a. And you know what I'm gonna miss the most though? The candy. No, not the candy. Okay. I'm, I'm, well, I mean, we're fat packs. Yeah, so I was keeping it real. I get it. But the costumes. At, oh at yeah, yeah. She was good at that. I, I don't even want to have a costume party anymore. Well, like, you really can't. Yeah. Maybe she'll come back that day. Maybe. Maybe make a special appearance. Yeah, maybe. And we won't know who she is because she's dressed up. She's so, yeah, it's true. <laughs> she's so elaborate with her costumes. And I'm not a big Halloween guy. I don't, I don't really care about Halloween all that much, but it gives me a chance to bring out Aunt Gertrude, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, we're not, but you're okay <laughs> with that, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, but Tracy, she just, man, she just puts us all to shame. For sure. I'm, I'm sad I'm going to miss her little party tomorrow. Yeah. I'm sad. I'm oh, yeah, you're not going to be here. Yeah. I'm going to be here now. I'm going to give my goodbyes today. So. Yeah. Okay, well, All right. that's uh, that's our ode to Tracy. You will be Miss Ma'am. Um, best of luck in all that you do. Or let's let's do this Vince McMahon style. Best of luck in your future endeavors. I just hope that you <laughs> uh, <laughs> just hope that you're happy doing what you're doing because you seem that way. And uh, if this is a good career positive change for you. That's, then that's awesome. Yep. Kudos. Congratulations, ma'am. All right. Awesome. Let's set this show up. Let's man. set this show up. I'm excited. All right. Um, Chris Finn, number three. That's the. I mean, if you he's listen, really number one today. Though. Yeah, no, he's number one today. Number one today. Uh, Slipknot percussionist. I don't want to call him a drummer. He's a percussionist. Yeah, because drummer just sounds so. Eh. Yeah. No, he he does way. He's more a master that. of his craft. Yes, he is. So, um, you guys have probably seen him on, on some uh, some box breaks and stuff that we've done here in the office. He's no stranger to the Beckett office. He hangs around when he when he comes when he comes on tour. He, but we, we hooked up for, with him for uh, about a 15, 20-minute interview. The other day, he, he was there, there recording, 
Slipknot is not recording, but he's <laughs> yeah. Let's get that straight. He's he's recording some uh, new music, and um, but he made some time for us, man. We sat down, we talked collecting. He's a big collector um, himself. Loves Chris Bryant. Uh, he's looking yep. for you'll hear it in the interview, but he's looking for some uh, fifteen sixteen SPA. So if you guys know where to he get is. some of that, uh, he he would uh, like to know. So please hit us up so we can hit him up for you. But, uh, you know, we're, we've been on a run of back-to-back-to-back-to-back great interview guests here. I'm, For sure. And I don't want to – I mean, like, if we say every interview is great, we sound horrible. Like, we, we don't yeah, give ourselves much credit. Yeah. But, I mean, Joe Green was awesome. Panini was awesome. Yep. Uh, Conrad Thompson was was awesome. And then um, um, Sean Aronson. Aronson. I'm sorry. Yep, I'm, I'm losing my voice here. Sean Aronson was awesome. So that that's four – Back to back to back to They're back. They're like the yeah. They were like the, all these opening acts, and now we've got the big show. And now we got Chris Finn. Yeah. So uh, Slipknot fans, I know that you listen to this podcast because I've seen you on Twitter, and uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy this. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then not to be outdid, not at all, outdone at out, all, out, out did it, out did he did he get your hair did? Um, not, we don't we don't have that problem. No, <laughs> Adam Popple of Popple Sports in Philadelphia. No relation to Todd. No relation to Todd. Man. Running, running one of the best autograph shops in the country. For sure. And I just hope it's still standing after tomorrow. Yeah, if you're a Philly fan, that's where you really need to be. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, he, he, he does not sell short at all. I mean, he, he's a damn good interview. And <laughs> Absolutely. if you're in the Philadelphia area, it's worth going checking it out. I'm sure if you're in the Philadelphia area, you've probably already gone, gone over there and, and, and checked it out. Uh, Chris Harris, Stell Gum. Talking to you. Don't be a heel. Go check out his his shop <laughs> and um, see what he's got, man. I mean, he's got some uh, good Philly stuff for you. All right, so that's the two interviews, and then on the on the back end, uh, we will of course have a little bit of Beckett whatevs. Again, those interviews are going to be brought to you on the Sparty Hot Cash Hotline. What's oh, up? Oh. <laughs> we got to go with a better. Thing yeah, than we that. do. What's up, Marlon? <laughs> uh, hope you're doing well, buddy. Can't wait to see you at the wonderful NSU Summit. He's coming down. He's coming down. I did not know that. He knew somebody. Ah, uh, he did. And they got him in. They got him in. They got him in. Nice. All right. So he's coming down. Um, Sparty in the house. Sparty. Who else is going to be here? Uh, Joey's going to be here. Uh, Dub, Dub Mentality. He's going to be around. Nice. A uh, freelance writer for Beckett now, and he is going to be here uh, hooking that up. Who else? Oh. Curtis our, from Monster Breaks is going to yeah, be Curtis here. Yeah, Curtis from Monster Breaks is going to be here. Uh, our new sponsor. We're really excited about that. We've got two title sponsors now. Of course, Collectible Card Club. If you have not gone and watched the video of us last week with the KC Masterpiece. Dude, you got to watch it. It's so fun. It was it was fun for me as a grown man to see another grown man like almost break down because he pulled like the card he had been looking for his entire life. I thought he was going to have an aneurysm or something. So did I. Really? It like was he was so just going awesome. insane. Insane. And he's still texting us about it. Exactly. So um, if, if you guys haven't gone and checked out Collectible Card Club, Please go do, go do that. It's a lot of fun. I mean, if you're looking for the you know the big hit hob, uh, hobby pack, right. you're, you're taking a chance. But it's fun still. It's still fun. I, I I I challenge you to get it and say it's not fun. Yeah, it's better than any blaster you could get exactly. in the retail market. If you're gonna go to if you're gonna go to Walmart and, and pay, you know, twenty dollars for a blaster, why not pay thirty bucks and get some better quality stuff for sure. Yep. So absolutely, uh, go check them out, and then of course, Monster Breaks. Go check, like Paul said, they're going to have that new Panini plates and patches up this week, ready to go. Um, aren't they? Aren't they Panini's like number two? 
Breaker? Yeah, there's something. Yeah, and then they won what number one breaker on Facebook or something. Yes, I mean they they're legit, man. Yeah, totally legit, man. They got they got a great website. Um, Kyle and Curtis just kill it. Sure, uh, breaking wise, they both have different styles and sure. uh, they they kill it. They, so. they they have a lot of fun with it, and they pull uh, some dang on good stuff too. I'll tell you something. Hands down, like we were just talking about, uh, Collectible Card Club and the the Bird Magic Rookie. Hands down, the best break I've ever seen in my life was when Curtis pulled that Connor McDavid rookie Man. out of the cup. Go to Monster Breaks <laughs> on on Facebook. Google Connor Mc or search Connor McDavid or search uh, what's it the cup the right? cup yeah go back and listen to that man there is nothing better than I, Curtis's uh, not this is not for yeah, kids yeah, this we, is not a yeah, kid video yeah, yeah, don't we don't do endorse that. this if you're a kid uh, at least have your parents watch it first but uh, yeah that was that we was can't a, repeat any of what he said none of it none of it but from for a kid from Alabama who doesn't really mess with hockey all that much it was great it, it was pull, like yeah it was oh. to pull that card. In that situation, and for him to understand and realize what it was, was hilarious. It was. It was like an announcer calling Game Seven on a game-winning hit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he just went nuts. It was awesome. So there we go. Our two title sponsors, uh, the Collectible Card Club. Go check them out on Facebook and CollectibleCardClub.com and Monster Breaks. But they are on Twitter, Facebook, and they have a nice website too. Well, so yeah. uh, thanks to those guys. And then of course, our industry summit shows are going to be brought to you by Buck City Breaks. So. Uh, looking forward to that. And we'll get more into that closer to closer to the summit. Yep. Uh, as they get as they arrive here. So there you go. <laughs> we'll do that. All right. Uh first interview, Chris Finn on the Sparty Hawk Sparty Hawk Cash Hotline. You guys hang tight, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Matt Salmon, host of the Wax Ecstatic Podcast. You are listening to Beckett Radio. And, hey, make sure you've got fat packs for everybody. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. And joining us on uh, the phone right now, uh, a man that needs no introduction if you know anything about rock music. Um, number three from Slipknot, Chris Finn, joining us. Super collector. What's up, Chris? How are you doing, man? What is up? Man, we're we're Super collector. Yes, <laughs> you man. Every time you're here in the office, you are you just you're like a kid in the candy store, just going through going through cards, man. And it, it, we I all know, it's sick. it is sick. We we find it fascinating <laughs> that uh, there's guys out there like us who do what you do and still love to collect cards. So uh, that's really cool, man. So let's let's start off real simple. How long have you been collecting cards? Okay, well, my birthday is, I mean, I would have to say 40 years now. Oh, wow. Wow. 40 yeah. years. What was the set that got you into it? I don't, it wasn't really a particular set when I was growing up. Um, it was more the game that was on the back. In the 70s, I had this game that it would say double, single, home run on the back of the card. I would say, what, 76? Yep, 79? Yep. yep, right yeah, in that range. Yep. That. And then, uh, yeah, so my brother and I, you know, now I hate telling the story. It's it's not quite as bad as your parents throwing away your collection, but <laughs> you know, we 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 were just fly, we just played that game all the time, a sheet of paper and that game, and we just had huge towers stacked with those cards, you know, which are destroyed now. But um, that's kind of what did it. You know, it was more trying to get just more to play that game, and then as we grew older, we played sports, and then we started, you know, watching the Cubs, and you know, because we don't have any sports. To, uh, pro sports teams in iowa so you know we had the, we had the cubs and we didn't really have like any anything to attach ourselves to so we kind of attached ourselves to players 
which ended up being good for us because, you know, my old collection is a lot of Cal Ripken and, you know, it's older stuff like that. So it's kind of how it developed. That's awesome, man. It's awesome that you were able to, to still have that love for it, not growing up in a baseball town. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, heard... for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Kind of, it was kind of our, it was kind of our, um, our way to have a, like able to touch baseball, you know? Right. I feel like we were a part of the major league baseball without having a team, you know? That's awesome. Cause if you're doing the players, it's almost like you're doing like fantasy baseball back in the day, man, where you're sure. just like attaching yourself to the best players. You got an all-star team all the time rather than just rooting for a team that may have a really bad year one year. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. So and it, I, I think it made, it made me less jaded as far as athletics go. And as far as watching it on TV, because you know, I'm, I, I can appreciate athleticism now and not, be down because my team didn't do that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Makes sense. Now, do, have you developed? Yeah. Do you have a team now? Are you into a certain team now? Are you a fan? Well, I've always been a Cowboys fan, <laughs> and I've always been a uh, Cubs and Royals fan. Okay. okay. How far away? Well, that's kind of, I'm sorry. How far away are you from the Iowa Cubs? Like, can you like growing up? Could you just go catch a game, or was it kind of a drive? Yeah. No, it was about twenty, thirty minutes. You'd be at the you know, at the park, at the park, in the park. Yeah. Okay. So who are some of the players that you can remember coming up through that organization then that, that maybe you were just really hype on? Like Sean Dunstan. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yep. used to go watch him a lot. Uh, Reggie Patterson was there at that time around that time too. Um, let's see. I know, you know, Goose Gossage actually played for the o- Iowa Oaks for right a, a, a brief minute too. Um, and it was always, you know, it was always exciting if you know Sutcliffe got moved down one time, and you know, it's uh, not a lot of guys really pop out of out of Iowa. But you know, I, I, unfortunately, I moved away before Chris Bryant got there, so mm. <laughs> that's a bummer. Yeah, I missed some of that. I, I'd have been there every day with a couple of baseballs, right? Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> Are, now, yeah, he's like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. You say that. Are you an autograph chaser uh, uh, when you go to games? Um, yeah, I think I am. Yeah. 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 I still dig that part of, um, collecting also. That's, that's yeah. a fun part of it. Um, especially, I mean, have you ever been recognized? I mean, that's a, I, that's an odd question. I know cause you guys wear masks on stage, but have you been recognized by a ball player when asking for an autograph? I have not. Oh, that's a, that's a big plus. Then Perfect. I <laughs> yeah. I've only, I've only met, you know, I don't know, maybe. Well, I guess I've met a lot more than I thought, but, um, you know, playing like um, charity golf tournaments and stuff like that, you know, I get to meet a lot of players. And, sure. Um, those baseball players are good good golfers, too. A lot of them are, yes. A lot of them are. They, yeah. they, they play a mean golf game. Now, uh, we've heard, well, we've seen pitchers and, and heard uh, legendary stories of you guys on tour opening up baseball cards on the tour bus. Paul wanted to know. Yeah, man. <laughs> What what's I mean? You guys just go to every town and hit the baseball card shop. What what what's up with that? It, it depends on how you did. Oh, okay. Like the last week. Okay. Uh, how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it takes a couple weeks to get get back your uh, <laughs> your courage to go drop a you know a bill or a couple bills on a box. But, sure. Um, yeah, you know we're we're cracking wax all the time in that bus. I mean. It's like the national pastime of a few of us in the band, yeah. It, it, you and I know Clown's a big big collector too, correct? 
Yeah. Yeah, so. That's also like, do you guys keep your own, like, supplies on the bus so that if you get something good, you can throw it right in a, in a holder or something? Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. We should get them a sponsorship so with gear. Ultra Pro. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like a rolling store. Oh, nice. <laughs> right next to the drums, they got the uh, the sheets and the <laughs> and the one touches. Yeah. So do so that that leads to this question: Do trades go down on the tour bus? Like, if Clown pulls something that you want to, that you, that you need, or do you guys swap out? No. no, no trades. No. Well, we get caught up in which is I don't know. It's probably good or bad. I mean, but we we gift each other things. Okay. Like, All right. Like if I know that you know Clown liked. Uh, Johnny Bench, so I got a Johnny Bench autograph ball, right? Okay. Well, I mean, I, I could sit on it and, and you know and do my thing, but like, I, like once you start gifting, but then it comes back, right? Like he'll get me something cooler, and then I got to get him something cooler. Uh, and, yeah. You know, that, you know what I mean. So it's that's kind of how we do it. Sweet. That works, man. As long as you have a system down, man. Yeah, as long as there's a system. Yeah, but we all we're all trying to, you know, we're all it's like the stock market, right? We're all trying to buy that good stock too. We're not idiots, like. You know, you can say you like Johnny Bench, but if it's his last autograph that he ever did, it's going on eBay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was my next question. I was going to say, do you guys do you guys sell on eBay and other forums and stuff? You know, not not as much as I, as you would think, because when you're gone, it's it's impossible. Sure. I, mean, I don't trust my five year old or my fourteen year old to get their butts up to the post office and ship something, right? Right. So, <laughs> That's it, true. Kind of. Yeah, but I mean it's fun if it's something's big. But I'm I'm kind of doing it, you know, for my kids. So mm. that's that's important. A lot of a lot of dads do that, you know. And uh, we we always talk about getting the kids back in the hobby. So if you're doing this for them, you're going to gift them something in the future that hopefully mm-hmm. that they can respect. Exactly, and I've I've hit stuff in common too. Oh, really? To me. To make them go through it, yeah. Okay, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm a I'm a sick dad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> now, do they enjoy opening the packs too with you? Like, if you're home, do you guys like go and crack a couple boxes or something? Yeah, they love it. Um, one of them likes uh, usually gets Pokemon. Nice. And then um, the other one just loves LeBron James. So LeBron James. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my five year old's just like. He's got all my LeBron cards now. Very nice. And I just have a, I have a heart attack every day I see him with him. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's your sport? Is it baseball? Is it football? I mean, what do you like to put money into? Um, right now I'm doing a lot of hockey. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, like the 2015-16. That Connor McDavid's just going to be you know one of the greats. I think. So. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. That mm-hmm. uh, that that young gun of his is. Uh, absolutely just shooting up the hot list every month it feels like i mean if it's it's not one or two it's usually three or four and it doesn't move very much and then have you you have you landed any of the 15 16 the cup have you bought any of that you know i'm trying to think i think i bought one just single off ebay but i'm not sure if i i know for a fact i don't crack the case but okay um yeah i'm just trying to hunt down sp right now oh okay i sure getting hard to find yeah it is you guys uh, out there listening uh chris from slipknot is looking for some sp so uh, hook him up with that i know <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. i know you guys got lots of connections out there so um <laughs> hit, hit us up and we'll hit him up with uh, where to get it at so um there you go. so who who who's your player do you do you collect a certain player maybe ricky. other than Connor mcdavid <laughs> ricky henderson ricky henderson nice ricky love ricky yeah. he does love ricky <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I love me some Ricky. 
we are huge Ricky Henderson fans here in the office, and to be talking nice, to yeah. another Ricky Henderson fan is great. Uh, he, Ricky, talking in the third person about Ricky, that's that's so great, man. I always respected Ricky because he had speed, something I never had. Speed, yeah, and yeah. he played for nine different Same teams. Same here. Yeah, and he Same played here. for nine different teams. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Even pass balls, I'm like, should I do it? Nah. <laughs> You're like, nah, I'll just sit this one out. <laughs> yeah, nah, coach. That's funny. That's so but Yeah, funny. no, I, you know, I played college football, and, you know, I've played sports my whole life. So, But baseball to me is just, like, the purest of them all. Of course, yeah. Um, it's – it is a it is a pure sport at its core. It's a lot of fun, and I'm not uh, talking about guys doping up and stuff. But I'm just talking the game itself. Right? Yeah, yeah, right, I got right. you, <laughs> got you. Where did you play college ball at? Uh, Wayne State, Nebraska. Wayne State, Nebraska. That's a small school. <laughs> oh boy, <That's> a, oh <laughs> but boy. there were some big boys there, though. I bet yeah, Nebraska's not a. There was yeah. yeah. Oh, Brad Otis was in my class. He played professional football. Sweet, oh, very nice. Sweet, you guys. Speaking of football, you got any thoughts on the Super Bowl last night? Oh, you know, I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan, so sure. it's like, I, but I'm I also like to gamble. Okay, so <laughs> it was an easy lock. Oh, all right, yeah, I mean, yeah. With the Eagles, with the you know, I did some shifting as we always do and got some points here and there, but um, so it was incredible that I was stressing over I over the over. Mm. And they end up scoring nine, what ninety five points, ninety four right. points. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Eleven hundred total yards offense. Yeah, and I won my first football square. Oh, nice! Like, unreal. Squares are a huge thing. I know, I've never played squares. They are, but, but, and I get all fours and sevens in this pool, and uh, they all have nines and twos and threes last night. That's crazy. Funny. Right, that's what I had. Nine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, good grief! One time I get decent numbers, and it goes to pot. Yeah, right. So, can we talk about Slipknot for a little bit? Sure. So you guys are on a, a little break or hiatus right now, if, if I'm understanding that correctly. Um, but are you guys like, are you working on music or, you know, I know you're not touring, but are you working, writing, stuff like that? Yeah, this band's always working, even even on time off. You know? Sure. So it's always, uh, not always, always there. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to possibly gearing up next year, I think. Awesome. I'm, we're looking forward to you guys. You you guys always make the round through here the Dallas Fort Worth area, so uh, we always look forward to that, and hopefully seeing you in the office. It's a lot of fun when you guys come by. Um, how, so, do you have a favorite song that you do with Slipknot? Like something that just really brings your energy out? Man, I get asked that question a lot, and that's a tough one because um, I like them all. Sure, and I'm not just saying, I'm just not saying that. You know, I really do. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it. Right. It's uh, it's just. You think they would get old? Sure, the songs get old, and you just be up there like, oh, but it doesn't. So every night, you know, it kind of, you know, I really want to play this song tonight, or I can't wait till this one comes up, or the first song. You know, it just depends. Sure, I would, I, I could see that happens. That first, it'd be, it'd be like having like what nineteen hot girlfriends. <laughs> no, I like which one? Which one do you like? Well, <laughs> That's funny. No, it's. I find that amazing. Though, is, is the artists that you talk to, like they just don't get tired of singing the same songs. Like I get tired of singing the same song after a few times, you know. Like, but they perform them years after year after year after year. It's, that's amazing to me. Yeah, that's you know that's why I was saying you know if it was if it sucked I wouldn't do it. it. It would be, you know, it would be too painful to get up there. But it's mm-hmm. just not. I that's mean, awesome. 
I can tell the you miracle content to the musicians that I get to play with. It's, right. It's the real deal. Yeah. And I love it. I can tell you that I have a favorite song that you guys have done. It was actually, I think it was a one-off, just a one-shot sh- one type thing, but you guys did Sabotage with Corn in Europe on tour, and that was freaking awesome because I'm a huge Beastie Boys fan, and you guys just yeah. just wrecked that, man. It was awesome. Yeah, that was, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> They're such great guys, man. You know, that's what it's all about. Right. Touring with good, other good bands, too. They're just good people. What's that it? just makes it, it makes it easier to be away from home, you know what I mean? Of course, yeah, of course. What's it like uh, having somebody like Corey Corey at the at the front of the band? Man, he's such a talented singer, and he he he, he has a full vocal range. Going out there with Corey every night—that's got to be pretty special, right? Yeah, I'm def- we're definitely fortunate to have him. That's, you know, yeah, that goes without saying. So, um, yeah, but there's also you know I'm. I, my, when my kit goes up in the air like a banshee and then starts whipping around, right? I, I think about—I don't think about anybody but myself. Of course, <laughs> I've uh, I've seen that and it's made me nauseous just watching it. I'm just like, I don't know how he's doing yeah. that. I, have you ever? Been, I'm, be honest. Did it scare you the first time it happened? Like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't control because somebody else controls it. I don't control it, so. I'm at the mercy of my drum tech at that point. You're oh, one. Man. You're one hell of a drummer to be able to do that, man. Just spinning in the air like that while everything is going on, and to be able to concentrate and stay on beat is amazing. It's nothing short of a, just an amazing talent. I appreciate it. Thank you. And I don't say amazing a lot. So. You, you don't, unless it's a buffet. <laughs> yeah, unless it's a buffet. A that's right. So that, that's so that's so awesome, man. That you guys do that. Um, so, um, you going on tour hopefully next year? So does that mean a new album's coming? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Sweet. There you go, Good guys. Good deal. Good deal. guys. New new album coming. Now you're going to be touring with uh, Marilyn Manson again, or is that was that just like a one time thing? That, yeah, that's way off in the future. There's, oh, okay. You know, yeah. There's so many so many months that have to go by before anything happens. So. I got you. Right. That's sweet, man. All right, man, we're going to wrap this up here. I want to thank you for your time today. I really appreciate you jumping on the phone with us. Man, this is great. Guys, he's looking for 1516 SPA. Go help him out. He needs that Connor McDavid. Uh, he's looking for it. Hit us up on Twitter. We'll, we'll make sure that he sees it. Uh, Chris, thanks for hanging out, man. Thank you guys so much. All no right. problem, man. Keep ripping wax. All right, you got it. I'm on my way. <laughs> All nice. right, <laughs> This is Rob Bertrand with GoGTS Live, the Hobbies web show, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. And we are back. Awesome interview with my man Chris Finn from Slipknot. That was crazy stuff, uh, man. Funny. Didn't uh, didn't quite expect the funny, but he's... Stupid funny. Yeah, stupid funny. It was awesome. Uh, big into 2018, uh, 2018 tops right now, so yeah. that's cool. But joining us on the phone right now is my man... Adam Popple from Popple Sports in Philadelphia. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good morning. How are you guys today? We are great, man. You guys uh, are, I mean, being in Philly, that's got to be quite, a, quite an experience right now, isn't it? Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, the last time the Eagles won the championship was 1960. My dad was 20 years old. And, you know, that's the first thing I thought of when uh, he's thankfully still alive today. And uh, when I saw that championship, I thought of him first. Um, it's just an unbelievable feeling. The people here are just in, in a rage. They're just excited beyond belief. <laughs> Can you adequately uh, ex- 
maybe explain what your dad's feeling because this is you know since 1960 he this is a whole new experience you know it's 2018 this is the the first Super Bowl Philly's got what do you think your dad's feeling he's got a sense of pride I would say I mean this is amazing for him he's just you know he's on cloud nine it's funny because he's had a couple things happen in the last couple years that were huge for him um he's a big he went to Temple University and he's a big Temple fan obviously okay and a couple years back, Temple beat Penn State, and it was the first time since 1942. He never witnessed that in his life. He saw that, and he was, he was over cloud nine on that. This just took it to a whole new level that the Eagles won the championship. That's awesome. That is fantastic. I, I love hearing yeah. stories like that. You know, guy, you know, that happened with the Cubs a few years ago, right, and, right. and now Philly's getting that chance. I'm, I'm, we're, we're in Dallas. I'm not a Cowboys fan. Paul's, in Reds, Paul's a Redskins fan, so you might not hear – as much excitement in his voice, but I'm happy to see Philly fan get this. I was dead wrong. I picked the Patriots. I was wrong. So congratulations, Philadelphia. Um, let's see if you can do it again next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you weren't the only one. A lot of people picked the uh, Patriots, and you know, I honestly don't blame anybody for picking the Patriots. How do you go against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, the greatest ever to be at their coaching and positions? Um, but you know, the Eagles were a better all-around team. Absolutely, they played such a great game, and you know they really had to play a perfect sure. game, and they did. They, they came down to that game. last drive, and uh, or the, the second to last drive, and they got the first sack of the game, and it was a fumble, and pretty much put the icing on the cake. That was it. All right, let's let's move away from the Super Bowl. That's not why we're here. We're here to talk about Popple Sports. Um, tell us what Popple Sports is. You guys are dealing autographs, correct? Yeah, we've been doing it for over twenty five years now. Um, we actually started out in baseball cards, okay. and then we morphed into autographs. Uh, we used to, you know, sell autographs at shows, uh, and then we promoted our own shows and brought signers in, and then that turned into a retail setting. And now we have probably signers every month almost that appear in our store, and we have thousands and thousands of autographed items. That's awesome. Uh, on from your from your picks online, you, you guys are in the Montgomery Mall, so you got a, a storefront in the mall there, and your walls are just lined with autographs. Um, is that all in-house signings, or are you guy you can are you consigning them from uh, other shows or anything like that? Well, we're actually in Plymouth Meeting Mall. We moved from Montgomery. Okay, Mall. I'm sorry. Um, so we're no, we're no longer there. But no, we ninety um, percent of our uh, inventory is from our signings. Um, we do occasionally get signing you know signed items from other places, but ninety percent are from our signings that we had at our store or at shows. That's impressive. I mean, that's very it's good, too, because then you have control over what you exactly. know is, is quote-unquote real and not real. So that's, Exactly. That's good stuff. Yeah, and anything I, anything I get from the outside is always you know certified, whether it be Beckett, JSA, PSA, DNA. Only the reputable companies I try to get from. But stuff in my store, a lot of it's not certified, but I know I got it signed, so I know it's good. That's important, uh, especially with, you know, customer loyalty you know they come they're, they're coming to you because they know that you know what you're doing and you they, they trust you so building that trust and rapport with your customers has to be a big thing if you've been in business for 25 years that just speaks volumes to to the quality of work that you're doing i'm going to ask you about your framing my guy paul is used to be a framer Was. so are you doing your framing in-house or is that something else that you have to uh cost out we we we, we send it out to a uh, to a framer um, we don't do framing ourselves, um, but he does amazing, excellent work, and our prices are really good. I mean, 
people that go to, you know, one of those uh, craft-type stores, I'm not going to name their names, <laughs> they, um, they're very, very expensive. Sure. And we're... We're like a third of the price, wow. so people really like and it's and the and the framing is just as good, if not better. Nice, very good. Very yeah, nice. they cut a lot of corners at those places. No, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> they do. Now you said you started with baseball cards. What was your shop like with baseball cards? I mean, was it just your normal run of the mill nineteen nineties baseball card shop? Well, it's funny we didn't have a baseball card shop. So okay, a quick story: when we first started out, we just did shows. Oh, all right. So the reason why we started doing shows was actually my brother, and he wanted to start selling his card collection to pay for his college. Mm. And then it, and then I helped him out. I was 14 years old when I started this. And it just kind of dwarfed into turning into autographs. And then, then when we actually opened up our store, which was – our store's only been – We've been in different locations, but we've only been open for six or seven years as a storefront. Ah. Um, it's been mostly autographs with some packs of cards here and there, but really autographs and some novelties of packs. Very nice. Okay, that works. I mean, you don't have to yeah. deal with the singles. Exactly. <laughs> That's what you nobody know. wants to deal with the singles. <laughs> so. I do have a few single cards, but not, <laughs> not, not anything like a card shop. Has. Card shop yeah. Very nice. Now, you said that you guys also, did you organize shows as well? So how, is that a headache? <laughs> Uh, it's a major headache. We we did do shows. We haven't done them in the last couple years, and we may start doing them again. But it is a lot of work. I mean, I don't know if people realize how much work's involved, because we'll have anywhere from 10 to 15 signers at a show. Uh, we did do a show years ago that was like over 100 signers oh, wow. that was celebrities, wrestling, sports. That was a major headache. But our mostly our shows that we do are like 10 to 15 signers, and it's a lot of work because you got to bring the mail order in, you got to carry it into the show, you got to organize the tables, organize the signers, make sure signers are getting picked up from the airport. There's a lot involved, um, and it's pretty in- intensive. Yeah, and then you have to make sure you have your enough tables for the dealers, and make sure you're able to, to sell out the show and all those different things. So there's a lot that goes into it. You are correct. It's yes, um, absolutely. It's. Every time I go to a, a show, I'm I'm just amazed at how people pull it off, and they don't rip their hair out and, <laughs> and and everything like that because it just looks like a lot of work. And what he's explaining is is not really anything I want to be a part of. I'll just go and enjoy it. No, it's got to be a labor of love for the person putting it together. Oh, and, and the thing is that the dealers that come to the shows they have a lot of work on their own by setting everything up. Sure, but think about doing that. Like we even have tables at our show, so we'll set up our stuff, and then we have to bring in the mail order stuff. And then we have to make sure that the athletes are being picked up if they need to be picked up. We have to sell tickets for the athlete signing. We have to sell pictures and product. So it's even like it's like ten times what a dealer would have to do when they set up a show. Mercy, Paul. I just decided I'm going to make a career change. Okay. I'm going to be the guy who picks up the athletes from the airport. It's a good job to have. That's what I'm going to do. It's a good job to have. <laughs> uh, people love that the most. That's yep. awesome. That's so great. Um, so. Run, run through some of the names that you've had signings with at your shop now. I mean, because you were supposed to have Nolan Patrick last week, but it had to get rescheduled. But I mean, what are some other names that have come through there? We have had some amazingly huge names. Even just at this new shop in Plymouth Meeting, we've only been here since last April. We had Roy Holiday and Jim Tomey oh, very um, nice. appear at our store back-to-back. Uh, one was in April, one was in August. We had Burt Young, who... You know, it was Paulie from Rocky sure. in our store. Um, and then we have smaller signings, too. I mean, we're going to have some Eagles signings this week coming up on Friday. Of course. Because obviously the Eagles are the big thing. Um, 
But we have everybody from small to large. We've had Charlie Manuel. We've had, um, you name it, we've had Brian Dawkins, who just went in the Hall of Fame, Allen Iverson. Nice. So we've had, we've had a lot of huge names, and we've had smaller names, too. Like, if people know the Phillies, Tommy Joseph we had for a signing. He's a smaller name. Sweet. Very cool. AI, man. AI, that, yeah, Paul lit up when you said Allen Iverson. That's his dude. He very looked, interesting guy. Oh, we had T.O. too. We had Terrell Owens as well. Oh, very nice. That is, those are two yeah. interesting people to put in the same yes. room if you could get them in the well, same room. Well, you know what's funny? Together. Terrell Owens, is a, he's a complete opposite of what you would think. Okay. okay. He was very, very quiet. Really? Hmm. Barely said a word. Yep. That's amazing. <laughs> that yep. is amazing. That's, uh, yeah, that is amazing Con- considering that we we watched him here in Dallas for so long, and he was so emotional. Right. But a uh, quiet guy, that's uh, that's something different. Uh, it must have been all for the media, I guess. He yeah, just won the media attention. Really? When, when you're doing sit-ups in your, in your driveway for the media, I mean, <laughs> you would think that something like that would uh, translate to other things. All right, so uh, Philly fan, you guys – is there what? What does Philly fan need to know when they come to your shop from out of town? Maybe maybe our listeners are coming up to Philadelphia, uh, maybe for the parade on Thursday. Uh, what do you guys got hanging on your walls that you know they're not going to find other world? Do you have exclusive signers or anything like that? We don't have exclusive signers, but I will say this: um, not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but <laughs> since we've been doing it for so long, we have just about everybody on our wall. We have Chuck Benarek, we have Steve Van Buren, we have. Uh, Dawkins, Dawkins and Trotter, Randall Cunningham. You name it, we have every Eagle going back, like every big-time Eagle going back to the 50s, 60s on up. And um, not every store in our area has that because they haven't had those guys at their signings. We had we had Steve Van Buren at signings years ago, and he was either free or $6 an autograph. Chuck oh. Benarek was 8 or $10 an autograph. And obviously they've gone up quite a bit and unfortunately both passed away. But we have guys on our wall that not every shop has just because we've had them. And they necessarily they, they may not have had them. That's pretty cool. That is cool. For Did sure. Just like one stop shopping. Yeah, get your piece of history too. Now I gotta ask about um like what about team photos? You have like complete signed team photos or maybe some of the broad street bull, broad street bully photos or something like that where guys can pick those up? Yeah, we have we have um photos. They're not complete signed photos, but we have photos signed by maybe eight or ten members of the team that are like a nice starter photo. Nice. Um, it's funny you talk about hockey because I would say uh, our number one seller is probably hockey with football right behind it. Now it's probably changing now because of the Eagles. But it's Flyers fans are probably the most loyal fans in Philadelphia because they could lose 20 games in a row. You could have a signer and people will come out and meet them. Very um, nice. And they haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1975. Sure. So they're in the next longest drought in Philadelphia, so hopefully that happens soon. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we have nice uh, team pieces, but they might not be signed by the whole team. They might be signed by 10 or 12 guys. That's still not bad. I mean, Oh, absolutely not. You know. getting, getting what you need there, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Especially if they're the important guys. Yes. Paul and I, uh, we, we make our biannual journey up to Toronto uh, every year for the Expo, and the lines that – First of all, hockey fans are just amazing, and the guys the guys that line up for these hockey fans, and they all have stories, and hockey players are just as amazing because they all want to share in those stories with the fans. I'm sure that um, you can ex- probably speak to some of those experiences as well. When, who have you who have you lined up that has just had a, a huge line that you were maybe a little bit surprised about? 
Well, see, it's funny thing. I'm not really surprised because I've done enough research on these guys. Sure. Like, I know, like, a quirky guy who doesn't do a lot of appearances is going to draw a lot of people. And you would say, well, why do they draw a lot of people? That guy's not anything. So, for instance, we had a guy a couple of years ago named Al McAdam. Okay. And he was a member of the 1975 Flyer Stanley Cup team. Mm-hmm. But he never did an appearance. <laughs> so people uh, needed him. Okay. So we probably had 130, 140 people in line because people collect every guy to play for the team. And so, you know, if you get those quirky guys who don't do a lot of appearances, they sometimes draw just as much as a guy that's a star but just appeared a lot. Like, there's a guy in Philadelphia, Bill Berge, which I'm sure you know his name. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of appearances, so his draw is not going to be as big as an Al McAdam. Or taking it to one step further, John Stagnola, who's a tight end for the 1980 Eagles, he doesn't do any appearances. So if anybody ever got him for an appearance, he'd probably do pretty well. Sweet. I mean, interesting how that works, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sounds like Adam knows what he's doing, too. (laughs) You guys are uh, just laying it all out there for you, man. So, what do people need to know about the autograph business? Like, what's the most frustrating thing for you in the autograph business? And maybe what's a a positive thing about it? Well, the most frustrating thing about it is there's a lot of fake autographs out there. Of course. And so, you need to know where you're buying your autographs. Mm -hmm. If you trust the person you're buying from, that's great. Um, if you don't know the person real well that you're buying from, then you should really buy an autograph that's certain. Um, it really needs to be certified by a top known company, like a Beckett or, or, or a TriStar or a PSA DNA, mm-hmm. JSA, those types of things. That's, that's the most frustrating thing, that there's these people out there that sell fake autographs. The thing that's the most rewarding about the business is that the nice thing about an autograph business is, is the online doesn't hurt it as much when you have signings because obviously people want to meet the athlete. Sure. You can buy an autograph online, but you won't get to meet that person. So that's the one thing that helps us when we have signings because people come in because they can't buy the experience on an eBay. They right. actually have to come in and meet the person. That's true. Take a picture with them, sure. tell a story, something. Yeah, that makes right. sense. Now, I have to know, have you ever booked an athlete or a celebrity for your own personal gain, someone that you wanted to get? Um, not not really. <laughs> I mean, I've always – there's guys I've always wanted to meet that I haven't met. Sure. Like Dr. J. Dr. J and Charles Barkley were my favorite basketball players growing up. As Bobby Clark. <laughs> we booked Bobby Clark, but I didn't get to meet him because my son was born right around that time. Oh, okay. So I never got to meet him. <laughs> now his son's name store. is Bobby, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Randall Cunningham, I mean, actually, the guys I want, we've never booked before just because of one thing or another. Like, Randall Cunningham's exclusive. He was my, I loved that guy growing up. Sure. Bobby Clark, my son was born, so I never got to meet him. Barkley doesn't really like to do signings. And Julius Irving, he's, he's kind of a risky proposition because he's done, done some things and he's a very, very expensive autograph. Okay. I see. I mean, I mean, I guess out of those, out of those guys, I think Chuck would be the most appealing to me and, I'm I'm afraid Chuck might kick my ass. <laughs> oh, it's funny. A funny story about funny story about Chuck. Chuck's actually one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Okay. Um, we uh, I I grew up in a small town called Richboro, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and I went to a high school called Council Rock. And his wife went to my same high school, and he was one time eating at a restaurant in Richboro with his wife, 
and people came and came up to him and he signed stuff for him. He's one of the nicest guys and personal guys you ever meet. He just doesn't like to do signings. But if you go up to him on the street, he'll sign stuff for people, and he's very nice about it. So he's actually um, – and he's just a quirky, funny guy. I mean, if you ever see him on the TV, he's always got he's always entertaining. This is true. So um, yeah. he's actually a very nice guy. He just doesn't like doing signings. Cool. Yeah, I mean, that is kind of weird, though. You think about the athletes sitting there and all these people are just gawking at you while you're trying to sign exactly. your name. You know what I mean? It could be kind of awkward, I guess. I, what I remember... Well, I, I, I hate when people bother people when they're eating. I mean, oh, that's we're going horrible. To uh, yeah. uh, it just drives me up a wall. I mean, leave the guy alone. Let him eat his dinner. If he's done dinner and you see him, yeah, okay, you can ask him. But don't bother the guy when he's trying to eat. That's true. That's... I don't, it's I've seen people do it in some restaurants like in Vegas and stuff like that, and I'm just like, come on. I've seen man. people do it in this office. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've seen people <laughs> do it in this and, office and, too. And to, I also can't stand when other dealers are tracking these guys down outside hotels and airports, and I don't I don't do that myself. If I want an autograph, if I want to sell his autograph, if I'm in business, I bring him into my store to have him sign. Of course. Um, you know, I don't believe in stalking these guys down and getting their autographs. I just find it to be that's more more for collectors than for us. I remember hearing a story of George Brett being tracked down by the same guy like five or six times, and he finally just got tired of it and signed his ball in a very lewd manner. And I I thought it was funny because George Brett he's kind of a red ass anyways, but um, hearing him get get that on that ball was pretty funny to me because it's, it's it is rude it is rude for for people to just to be constantly chased down and especially by the same person that's just bad for business i think overall oh and then and then they curse them out they don't sign for them some of these people too which i find to be amazing yeah that's ridiculous yeah it makes no sense <laughs> it's really ridiculous <laughs> no Man, sense. you can tell they're all about the dollar at that point yeah at that at that you point know. yeah exactly so yeah. uh give our listeners uh your shop location again uh, your hours of operation, your social media, all that good stuff. Sure. So the name of our store is Popple Sports Autographs and Collectibles. We're located in the Plymouth Meeting Mall. It's on 500 West Germantown Pike in Plymouth Meeting, PA. Um, if you have small kids, we're right across from the Legoland, so you can bring the kids to the Legoland. Very nice. And we're open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Sunday 11 to 6. Awesome. Are you guys going to be open during the parade on Thursday? We will be. Oh, and by the way, our, our website's www.popple.com. Okay. And we also have a Facebook page, Popple Sports Autographs and Collectibles. Yes, we will be open. The mall does not close. The mall barely closes. They're closed two two times a year for holidays. And if it snows, they're usually open. So, uh, yes, we will be open from 10 to 9 on Thursday. So if you go to the parade, feel free to stop by before or after. Actually, after, I would say. Yeah. The parade starts at 11 a.m. <laughs> and uh, you can get some Eagles merchandise. Very nice. Uh, guys, go pick up your Eagles stuff there. Now, uh, before you go, uh, what, what do you think about the Sixers this season? Are, they, are we trusting the process completely? Is Ben Simmons really what it's going to be? Are they going to get into the playoffs? I think they'll get to the playoffs because the East is very weak. Um, I also think they're a much improved team. Yeah. Last year they won 28 games all year. This year they're already at 25. Right. Um, I think Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are amazing, and they're going to be franchise cornerstone players. My concern is with Mikhail Fultz, McCarl Fultz, I should say, because Fultz can't get on the court, and he has trouble with his shot right now, but he's only 19, so I think in a couple of years he'll be okay. Sure. Um, the biggest problem with the Sixers is their bench. Their bench is very, very weak, and I really think uh, Colangelo needs to make a move during the deadline to strengthen the bench. Well, as a... Um as a Mavs guy down here in Dallas, you can you guys can have uh, Noel back, 
and you, we'll send up <laughs> we'll send up a couple <laughs> other players too. If you, you make, we'll take we'll take JJ Redick off your hands and uh, uh, give you something back. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I don't think you would take JJ Redick off. Her. Well, you might. He's twenty three million dollars. Yeah, but he's only signed. He's only signed for this year. Um, no, I think we like Justin Anderson. We'll stick with him, and uh, you can keep Noel. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate it. Um, anything else you want to plug before we, before you get out of here? Um, we do have two Eagles uh, signings on Friday. If you want to check our website out, uh, com. Tickets are on sale now. They're only $25 an autograph, and uh, these guys are really going up in value. So, um you know, you should definitely check it out. Awesome. Guys, go check them out, uh, com. Go check them out on Twitter, on Facebook. Give them a follow. Tell them the Fat Pack sent you. And I don't know if that will get you anything, but at least you'll get a $25 autograph from Super Bowl winners. There All right, go. guys. Thanks for hanging out. And, uh, you guys, hang on. We'll be right back. This is Brent Naughton, sports artist, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. Again, those interviews were both brought to you on the Sparty Hot Cash Hotline. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, we got to work on that. We got to work on that. We'll get it. We'll get a better thing. But Sparty Hot Cash, Marlon doing his thing there. So um, yeah, now we're now we're at Beckett Whatevs, and before we get to the obvious thing that we need to talk about, <sighs> you, you just want to get it out. You want to get it out of the way now. Crow. You want to get it out of the way now? We can. I mean, I already went to Twitter and apologized to Philadelphia. D- did you? I did. Why? Why did you apologize? Because I was wrong. You were wrong, but that doesn't. They don't need. They don't deserve an apology. <laughs> they don't deserve an apology. <laughs> they don't deserve an apology. So, um, I apologize. I was wrong because we we didn't give them any chance. We really didn't. I didn't. We didn't. No, I didn't. And then they shocked the world. I think they did. They really did. They uh, they did. I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due. I was just joking around, but yeah, they played a great game. And sure. I mean, it was a great game. I think this was what. I think I've told you this before. It's what the NFL needed. Sure. You know, they needed a little something to where you had a great Super Bowl and you didn't have the Patriots win. Right. You had somebody else win. Right. So that could maybe, you know, the whole controversy and the refs and the rigging and blah, 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 kind of puts a little – puts that to rest for a little bit anyway. So – Until Josh McDaniel. <laughs> um, my question to you is, as the football analyst, what happened with uh, Foles' cards? Boom, through the roof, man. Yeah. They really did. I mean, his stuff really – even – even up through the Minnesota game, he hadn't gotten a whole lot of respect. Sure. You know, his card's gone to five bucks, ten bucks, whatever. Nothing like you sometimes see when somebody just hits it hard and just boom. You know, I don't think anybody had the the confidence, the faith, or whatever to put their money there. And uh, they do now. You know, a lot of his cards were, were 20, 25, 30, 40 bucks. And, you know, a lot of them are rocking 100 bucks plus now. Sure. And pretty consistently, a lot of uh, sales. So a bunch of his stuff. Uh, just get wrapped up the hot list. A bunch of his stuff is now on the hot list, uh, which is kind of cool. And um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but uh, look, I think he even got himself a Beckett cover coming out here soon. Oh, very so, nice. Yeah, I was working with the the guys back there, and uh, yeah, getting them a couple pictures. So good Sweet. deal. So yeah, I think that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be big for Philadelphia. Yeah. The crazy the craziest thing about this is, is he gonna be there next year? Probably not. I don't. That's I don't. the craziest part of this whole thing. I mean, you know. However, there is the talk that Wentz might not be ready to go with right. Right, they're talking so. week three, week four. So then, what do you do? Get rid of him and then bring yeah. up, you know, whoever to Sunfield's play a couple on games. The, on the roster, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> ex Redskin, great. Uh, <laughs> no, but that, that is a true thing. But then, can you? I mean, Foles going to want money. You know yeah, what I mean? So that's yeah. a lot of money for somebody yeah. to play three, four games. So, um, 
you know, I mean, they're going to end up in a situation, hopefully not like the Redskins situation where they've sure. got two starting quarterbacks now they're kind of staring at. But, um, right. you know, I hope Foles gets his chance. A lot of talk about Arizona. Uh, he's played out in Arizona college right. years, so right. they, they, they need some help yeah, out there in that department. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, kudos to him. Good Best of luck to him wherever he ends up. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, the rest of the team as well, you know, a lot of exciting things happened. Uh, Corey Clement really mm-hmm. came to life, you know, as an exciting rookie, yeah, a lot sure of explosiveness. Was. Unsigned rookie at that. Yeah, and I think he's going to uh, find his place w- uh, with Blunt and Ajay somewhere. they got to use him somewhere. Yeah. You know, whether it's third down back or, or slot we sure. or something, they're going to find a place for him. And, uh, you know, if things don't work out for Nick Foles, he can always try out for a wide receiver. So He's got good hands, doesn't he? does he? have good hands. Do you see his uh, – I don't. Know, do you follow the Madden the Madden Ultimate Team ratings? I don't, but I can. so uh, there's Ultimate Team. I don't play Madden anymore, but right, the, right. I know I know the Ultimate Team yeah. ratings. Wish are. I could. But. Um, he's a 99. Okay, he's got him, and his catch, his spectacular catch rating is an 84. That's good. So wow, you know, there you go. If uh, Madden ratings, Ultimate Team ratings mean anything to you, there you go. There you go. He's a dual threat. He is a dual a, threat. Call it. He so, is a dual threat. Um, great for fantasy guys. I don't know if anybody's playing fantasy Super Bowl, but that had to count for a bunch of points. Yeah, I'm sure it I did. I would imagine that sure helped you out. Um, but anyway, look, it was a good game. It came down to really no punts. Right. You know, the the one turnover that Foles had, mm-hmm. balls tipped like 18 times before the guy caught it. Sure. Um, and then the, the, it came down to that Brady turnover. You right. Know? They hadn't sacked him all day. They got just enough of them, caused turnover, and that was really the game. Pouty face Brady. Yeah, you know. He, you uh, know, it's it's hard to say anything. Performance-wise, he's a, he's a great quarterback. Absolutely. You know, clearly, you, right? You can't knock any you can't of that. Knock, but, his, like, his sportsmanship needs some work. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand – you know, not being there, you don't understand the dynamics. But yeah, usually the quarterbacks do go and mm-hmm, embrace right. or at least wave, high five, something of mm-hmm. something, win or lose. You know, it's just that's that that respect they have for each other. I don't I don't know why he ran off. Yeah. You know, I don't know if there's other circumstances or what, but uh, you know, mm. he did. And you're going home to Giselle tonight. I don't know what your problem is. You yeah. know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't. I you know I don't know what I don't know what happened. So. Um, yeah. It, didn't, it didn't happen. So, okay. you know, it just – it helps keep the, the Patriots, you know, either love them or you hate them. Right. And that just – for the haters, it gives them something else to talk about. All right, some quick hitters here. Uh, first, the Fat Packs poll. Before the game started last night, did you think Philly had a chance? 154 votes. I, these people are all either Philly fans or liars. 69% of the people liars. said that they believed that Philadelphia had a chance. Only 31% said no. And out of those 69, 68 were in Pennsylvania. Yeah, just, just – <laughs> they're either all Philly fans yep. or they're just lying. They're just lying. The, the, yeah. yeah. Um, and here's a little quick hitter before we move on to the next one. I don't know if you saw this, but the Rangers have signed Barlo, Bartolo Colon to a minor league deal. Nice. That's awesome. You know why? Why? It puts him that much closer to us to be the third fat pack. Exactly. I was saying, if he, <laughs> if he makes the 40-man roster, we have to get an interview. We ha- it's, it's a done deal. A, yeah. We just have to, to find a venue big enough to have that Exactly. <laughs> we'll be at AT&T Stadium. Be AT&T Stadium. <laughs> They'll open the glass doors right. to let us in. Right. Okay. Um, you guys should see my visual on that. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, we're, again, we want to thank Ken Carl for the beautiful art piece that uh, he sent to us as a an Emmett Smith piece. Dude, that was sick, man! I'm that's, not even a Cowboys yeah. fan, and that 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 would I would hang that up in my house. That's pretty sure. nice. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's gonna legit. go in the, in the new studio for sure. All right, uh, this was I had fun with this one, man. Uh, Fat Packs poll: Do you collect stadium giveaways, i.e., bobbleheads and team sets and etc. from outside of your market? Huh. This was actually a fairly close vote. 
Okay. What, and, what do you got? And it was a uh, 48% yes, 52% no. But, I mean. That's right down the line. It's man. right down the line. And I think that there are enough transplants throughout the country where this makes sense. Yeah. If you're living here and you're from Washington, if you want a Nationals bobblehead, right. you got to go online and get it. That's right? true. I do. So, um, I do. I do. I think, I think it was a good question. And um, a lot of people just who commented on it said, yeah, flat out, yes, I do. I'm a collector of this player. There's one guy I'm really impressed. I want to see a picture of it. He's got every Arizona Coyote slash Phoenix Coyotes bobblehead since inception. Wow. And he doesn't live anywhere near Phoenix. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so we got our Super Collector Series coming up in March, and I'm halfway tempted just to add a fifth week in there and let him come on and talk about that because that's pretty impressive. I, I do believe so. And faux show. Faux show. And then, uh, since it is only Wednesday, we we have this one last uh, poll to get to. It's in the middle of the poll. How many nights a week? And this is this is interesting too because these people are either lying. They're either lying, okay, because they don't want their wives to find out, and they're like they know uh. they watch. Or, <laughs> or the in, the breaking industry is not that big. But I I don't believe this number. How many nights a week, Sunday through Saturday, do you participate in breaks? Uh, 69% say zero. I have kids, which is what I put on there. I got kids. But zero. I'm like, come on now. That's Because uh, one to two nights gets 20% right now. Three to four nights gets 8%. And five to seven nights is coming in with 3%. But I just don't. I don't believe that. That's a strong number. It is a very is a strong very, number. That's a very strong number. And for the amounts, I mean, I'm not, I don't get into breaks, but a lot, but I, I watch them, you know, and. I just wonder where the, I wonder, because, you know, we're, we have a lot of fans in Canada, and sure. I know in Canada it's a, it's a totally different world up there breaking. Sure. Because the shipping is so different and sure. whatever. So I wonder if that has something to do with it or not. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying those numbers, man. I don't, I don't most, buy it either. Most guys that are in this hobby are at least one or two nights a week. Yeah, you know, doing something. I think. I mean, the one or two nights, I can, I can buy at twenty percent. I think it should probably be a little bit higher, but sixty nine percent saying zero. That's yeah. Oof, yeah, come on tough. now, come it's on, tough. come on. Uh, also, I want to let you know that I am, I'm personally running a giveaway on my own personal Twitter page. I was looking at my followers, like, how do I not have? Very many followers. This is ridiculous. Okay. So I'm giving away a Leonard Fournette uh, rookie into introductions BGS95. Go check me out at Eric. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't have a cough button. No, you no cough button. At Eric Norton 316. Uh, and go give me a follow, and I'll give, when I get hit, hit 1500, I'll give that away. Sweet. We are also doing a giveaway right now. It was a random Wednesday giveaway. It'll end tomorrow, uh, sometime, Thursday the 8th. So if you hear this before you before it's over, which I'm sure you will, you can go get in your chance to win a Chandler Riggs and Melissa McBride dual relic piece number to ten from Tops Walking Dead season six. Nice. All that is going on right now. Nice. Now, can I follow you on Twitter and win? Oh man, see, I know you. Dang it. Dang it. I'm never eligible for anything. Yeah, we're not eligible for any of these gifts. Or oh, giveaways. That's all right. That's all good. Not any of that. All right. And then one last I'll thing. I'll help your numbers, though. I'll, yeah. get you, I'll help you with the numbers. Thank I'll help you. everybody else. Thank you very much. Um, and then the other thing I want to mention that we have been picked up by No Huddle, no Huddle Sports. You can now find they are our. very strong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can now find us on the No Huddle Sports uh, podcast page. Um, there's a there's a f- couple over there that I, w- I want to go look at or listen to rather. Okay, one's called Beer Girls and Sports. I mean, must be a hockey guy. Must be a, <laughs> or girl. I'm sorry, girls, beers, and sports. I, I just want to go check it out. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, but if you're looking for us and some sports news, you can go to No Huddle Sports. And find us there, and uh, some they have an SEC guy. All right, very cool. And an NHL guy. Nice. So there you go. Hook them up. Hook there you go. Them up. All right. Now you 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 tease me that you had a Animal Kingdom. Story. I do. You 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 set me up last week. You're like we haven't had an Animal King story in I did. a while. I did. So I found one. Man, I can't wait. And this is pretty funny. Did the guy get bit by a snake again? No. This no. was four hours ago. That's how four old this hours is. ago? This is four hours ago. Is this in Philly? No. Okay. I'm going to read you the headline. This is by Lucia I. Suarez Singh on Fox News. Okay. Toy Tiger sparks standoff with Scottish police. Eh? Wow. First Toy of all. Toy Tiger yeah. sparks standoff. With Scottish police. With Scottish police. All right. <laughs> All right. I, I got to hear the rest of the story. Courtesy of UK cop humor. Okay. Cop humor. Okay. Armed, right. armed police stormed a Scottish farm after receiving a report a tiger was on the loose, only discovered the big cat was a cuddling toy laying in the road. A Facebook group, UK cop humor, shared photos of the stuffed animals and poked fun at the officer who, who reported who reported to the farm nervous radio updates started coming in stating it was unclear if the tiger has eaten any cattle but it appeared well fed and its ears were seen to twitch but other than that it was very settled the post said after some time a rather seepish sheep sheepish sounding sergeant comes on the air and declares it was indeed a stuffed toy Authorities said they received received the unusual call late Saturday and decided to verify the potential danger. It's true. Our officers had a roaring shift of a Saturday night. The Northeast Police Division posted on Facebook. Wow, they really got their stripes that night. They huh? really did. Wow. According to according to the Scottish Sun, the incident began began <laughs> when farmer Bruce Grubb, twenty four, went out to the barn to check on his pregnant cow. He seen his cow, not his wife. His cow. You guys get it right. <laughs> he soon he soon spotted what he thought was a real tiger and called the police. I had absolutely no doubt it was real. Grub told the newspaper, "I got a hell of a scare. I was I was worried it was going to eat all my cows before police managed to shoot it." This guy is going all out. He wants to shoot the tiger. <laughs> Once police arrived, the cops had nearly. Had a nearly hour-long standoff with the alleged wild beast. <laughs> that is until Grubb ap- approached his his truck, only discovered it was a stuffed toy. How big was this thing? <laughs> it's it's huge. It really is. It's, it's a big tiger. So where? Did, okay, okay, go ahead. Um, I was. He says I was stone cold sober. Sober. Drink had nothing to do with me thinking it was real. Grubb told the Sun. Oh my god. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> George Cordner said that in the post on Facebook, it, it is standard practice to send out armed officers to a potential threat, adding they were not deployed nor required. 
Our ultimate aim is to protect the public and keep our officers safe when faced with uncertain situations, he continued, until you know exactly what you're dealing with, every option has to be considered. It's unclear who owns the stuffed tiger. We appreciate that it was a false call made with genuine good intent. Wow. Let me tell you something. That is... um. <laughs> it's a big tiger. In all fairness, it's a big stuffed animal. But, but are there... Are, are there is there even a zoo? Exactly. <laughs> in Scotland. You would think <laughs> you would think that there there was there's a tiger escape from the zoo that you would hear You're about. Like an it, amber right? alert or something. Yeah, something. <laughs> and if someone had a wild tiger or had a tiger as a um as a pet, you know I mean yeah. I think they're looking for it. You right. know, it's on the news somewhere. There'd be some APB out for this it or something. Was, look. This dude was stoned. I don't care what he says. I don't care if he wasn't drunk. I bet he was. He was. Like, they saw its ears twitch. The wind. The wind. I guess. The wind. And the, the thing is, is it's sitting here so stoic. Its paws are muddy. It looks like it. It's a big tiger. That's awesome. So but, what in the world, man? It must have fallen off a truck or something. Something. Maybe going I don't. By. Yeah. It's, but look, listen, man. The guy was concerned about his cattle. Yeah. That's a big deal. It really is. It's a big deal. It really is. And he wanted them to shoot it. Yep. It's the God, number two story just, on weird news. So basically, right now. you're telling me that no animals hurt during the. During no this, animals were okay, hurt. Right. Um, Cattle okay. Yeah. Pregnancy went all right. Yeah. Do we know any of the updates? It's every, not, <laughs> not yet. This is only four hours old, but um, that is ridiculous. That's funny. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave funny. this up so you can come around here. Yeah, I got to check that tiger out tiger. Here That's funny, dude. But, dude, wait, way to bring it back. In a good way, man. Yeah. Way to bring it back with a with a huge I animal miss, story. I miss the Animal Kingdom story. Yeah. I got to find me a Ca-caw! real good source. Now we got like a sponsor. That's yeah, like an animal. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we're sponsored man. by Monster Break. So that's true. You know, these, these things true. are monsters. That's ridiculous. I, I feel bad for that farmer. I feel bad for those police. Um, but thank God it wasn't a real tiger. Yes, because there would have been a lot of questions to, to yeah. have to answer. There, there really was a would. real tiger. There really would. All right. Uh, let's get out of here. You want to do that? Yeah, man. We get out here. We got about, what, about an hour left to work? Yeah, about an hour left to work. Yeah, man. We're going to go have some fun. I cannot tell you who is going to be on the show next week as much as I want to. We're still confirming a time. Yes. Confirming but, a time. But it could be the biggest little surprise you've ever, we've ever yes, had. Yes. It, it really could be. I'm, I'm quite excited, actually. So um, get that all set up. And You're then, like jumping out of your shoes. Literally. Yeah. Literally jumping out of my shoes. Got that going for us. Uh, we will announce that. Once the time gets confirmed, but until that point in time, guys, thanks for hanging out with us this week. Hope you had a great time. Hope you Slipknot fans really appreciate what Chris Finn is doing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> because uh, he is a, a freaking amazing percussionist. Without a doubt. Um, if I mentioned a song earlier in the in that interview was the Sabotage um, cover they did with Corn in Europe. They did it. I went back and watched the video. Oh, okay. They for sure only did it the one night. Oh, okay. And that was the only time that song was ever going to be played. Wow. And it was pretty amazing. That's awesome. So if you're a Beastie Boys fan like I am, it's a cool check out. If you're a Corn or Slip, uh, Slipknot fan, it's, it's really cool. You got to go see it. So there's that. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out this week. Until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Jericho. Mission control, it's stories to be told. Decode these remakes.
rainbows Broke down buses, behold The illness from CO Deep through the keyhole To see this one light Leeches lurking in the darkness Won't leave living tonight Punchline for this fight Because they heads ain't fed right How can you see my brother With no perspective of sight Can't do good and live right Kick snares and hi-hats They be the get right Here they give the blind sight What? Me and my people just might tonight Alright? Me and my people just might Still sounds stupendous Other cats on the radio They sound horrendous We some mind benders And ain't never been pretenders You out here trying to end us But y'all just beginners We some natural born killers And we creeping through your windows, man We the fucking realest, man Regardless if you feel us, man Don't make me call the hitters To paint the grave diggers 